Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and author. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do we have today? We've got one from Andrew Fialo. My parents and I picked up my friend and his mom to make it early from Royal Palm to Miami Beach just to get early to the fireworks. Me and my friend were just, in a sense, really excited just to go to Miami Beach because I just wanted to see fireworks for New Year's. And he just wanted to explore. But once we picked him up with his mom ready to begin the trip through I-95, he was to get a little bit more impatient because he just couldn't handle it. To some extent, he was more excited than I was. And I could see it through his eyes. It burst, they almost bursted like those fireworks about to see. We made it early from 7 p.m. and tried to make it till midnight. But during that time, through I-95, because it was one hour trip from our place, it began to, the traffic began to grow a little bit more and more and more to some points that even uh, we had to, the car would just have to stop and just break because there was so much. And my friend would just get worrisome just because it would just stop. And he was just a little, getting a little bit more rowdy and complaining. To, and even I was like, yo, bro, take it easy. I know I'm excited like you, but let's not make a whole fuss about it. But he's like, no, it's not that I just want to watch the fireworks like you. I just want just to have more time just to travel and go through different parts of Bayside because I don't get this much time. And I'm like, okay, 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 just just take it easy. Let's see what happens. And during some times, it got a little bit of a struggle due to the fact that we would move, then stop, move, then stop. To some extent, we did make it to Miami Beach, but still, even within the city, it just was like a traffic jam of everywhere. Once we got to, once we got parked through Bayside because my dad couldn't find a parking spot, we just agreed to leave him and his mom in, in the Bayside area while me and my dad tried to find a parking space so my mom could also help her around with the kid. And so I just wanted to be with my dad. Furthermore, it was taking forever, man. It got to the point we had to go really far away from, Bay, from Bayside parking lot and just park in a Marshalls. After we found that, we just started running back. Me and my dad just running back because we just wanted to see the giant screen and just see how the, because in the Miami beach, there's a giant tower that has many forms and shapes. And at that point for New Year's, there was a woman dancing. Me and my dad were more excited just because we wanted to see the count and how it would change during the screens while they were just trying to find a spot for us and near the coast to have a perfect view near the tower of the screen. Furthermore, while running, uh, the parking spot looked kind of cool due to the fact that there were so many cars jam packed to one another. I wanted to slide through one of the cars, but I didn't because then my dad would make more fuss out of it. I would be more trouble. Once we were running, my dad, my dad passed me the phone because my friend wanted to talk to me. And he was like, where are you at, fam? It's about to start. And I'm like, bro, I can't. We just have to park in a marsh because we're too far away. And he's like, come on. And I'm like, did you at least enjoy your trip? Did you at least go through the place? It was fun, but you weren't there. I'm like... Fine. After it, we can just take a small trip after. But first, let's just enjoy the explosions and enjoy the view. Make it fast, man. Okay, okay, I'll do I'll do my very best. Yeesh, take it easy. Whilst we were running, it got a little bit confusing because Bayside is a giant place. Not only a mall, but it's a long coastal line with beautiful views and everything. So we tried to, we started from Bayside, the store, and just ran up. Tried to start running as close as we could get to the coast. And once we were near the beach side of the area, there was a giant room, people packed up. 
It looked like a tent ground. So many chairs and tents everywhere. People cooking as well. It smelled delicious though. But we couldn't find our friends. So the last thing we did was try to make them go up in an area while we were on the phone. Try to stand up to look over around the crowd or shine their phones or anything. We did, but it was so jam-packed. We had to, I felt a little bit ashamed because I had to apologize crawling through one place to another. But once we made it, we made it just in time just to see the fireworks. It was kind of funny. It looked like a movie counting down from 10 to 1. And once we made it there, everybody said, Happy New Year's! And we enjoyed the view. And me and my friend, we just had the best moments of our life. The explosions were epic from the coast to the cities, like stars just exploding close to our face. So bright, you could see everyone around. Andrew Fialo with the memorable New Year's Eve. I can't put my finger on too many specific details other than the smells of cooking as they're walking by, running by rather, and other than that, uh, those horrendous traffic jams. But I really felt like I was in the midst of New Year's Eve chaos with this story. Despite the chaos, it sounds like a great way to spend time with the family. But I think Andrew was a little confused uh, with the difference between Miami and Miami Beach. Yeah, I was listening to that too. And I was thinking, here's somebody who comes from way up north in Royal Palm. And that was part of what made this story so interesting to me was that this was a whole new world. <laughs> he didn't even quite know exactly where he was. He was a little kid when this was going on. I don't know how much his father knew about where they were going either, but I love the fact that he did find a parking spot at Marshall's. And this is the kind of story that is more about mood. It's kind of impressionistic. In other words, the specific details are not as important as the excitement and the running one person's on a phone in one place, one person's on a phone in another place, that stress of the moment. And then it ends with the fireworks. Makes me feel like, I get very metaphorical sometimes, but it makes me feel like stress, 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 release. What I enjoyed most about the story is that it brought me back to when I was six years old and I went with my family to throw sparklers in the bay in North Miami and then my father told me, when you do that, the fireworks happen. And that's another lovely example of what stories do, of course. We've all got our stories about New Year's Eve and fireworks and how close can you get and how well can you see and how many millions of people are around. This was that kind of childhood memory that will never leave him. Well, thanks for bringing that story, Karen, and Happy New Year. And do we have a, a, another storytelling event? Uh, we've got Sam Ron, Holocaust survivor, uh, talking about his new book and how to educate the next generation, although it's his stories. This is at the Boca Raton Public Library on Saturday, January 14th, 4 to 5 p.m. To get information... BocaLibrary.org. And we'd love to get stories from our listeners. How can they do that? 
Write to me at C Neil, that's C N E I L E, at FAU.edu. Uh, it needs to be a Florida story that happened to you. If you don't need to summarize it, I will send you the instructions. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and author. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday. 